Gashaka Uga. Oh, oh. Oh, 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 You need some X-Lax? You doing all right over there, bud? How are you? <clears throat> that's, that's, I was just trying to clear my throat right there. Uh, imagining a world where podcasts were done by cavemen and they all spoke caveman into the podcast. That's a future I want to see. Because we're regressing back to the Stone Age times, we're doing the podcast on Encino Man, when the Stone Age meets the Rock Age. But wait a minute, Nick. What podcast is this? Good question. And I have one particular answer for you, Stephen, the host of this podcast, along with me, Nick. This podcast is called Real Rotten, and it is the definitive podcast for movies underneath 25% of Rotten Tomatoes. Isn't that right? Truth. You told it. You told that truth, and I'm happy that you did. Thank you. Because that's what this is. That's what we're here for. Under 25%, and we're into it. If you got an F- minus on any quiz, we're the type of guys for you. Do you believe in the F-? minus? You think there should be something lower than an F? F is 50% or less. I feel like there should be more uh, more room to work in there. Uh, F, should be, F should be total failure. Like, I get 50% means failure, and 51% is the, is the scrutiny for success. Um, no. Total failure. That's what I believe in. Okay, fine. It's like... Uh, you know, zero degrees. Zero degrees is freezing. I'm a Celsius guy. Zero Celsius degrees is guy. freezing. 100 degrees is boiling. Well, we were uh, minus a lot of degrees when Brendan Fraser was frozen and brought to the uh, the 1990s. We're going to get into all that. But first, Kyle's here, everybody. Hi, Kyle. Hey there. Wow, it sounds crisp today. Sounds crisp. Real crisp. In studio. What the fuck is up, Kyle? We're in studio hey today. Kyle's back. It's just like the old times, back before we had responsibilities and other friends. Or, you know, the fear of a global threatening virus. That as well. Uh, No theme to the podcast yet this year, but we're still on the search. Uh, We're doing anniversaries. Anniversaries right now. It's been 20, 30 years since... Solid 30. Encino Man came out. It's a Brendan Fraser Poly Shore vehicle. I'm sure you're familiar with it. If you're not, we'll have a little link for you in just a second. But first, trailer news... Not movie news. Me and Steven went and saw Dr. Strange together. Strange? Yeah. That's strange. MD Strange. Strange mm-hmm. to you. Oh. And uh, we saw three trailers, and I think we should rank them. Power rankings. Are Power rankings. We got Top Gun, Maverick. We got Avatar 2, and we got Thor, Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. What's the Avatar colon? That's mine. Uh, what's the Avatar colon? Avatar and colon, uh, the way of the water. Way of the water. Avatar, way of the water. This one takes place in the ocean, is what that tells you. A lot of oceanography involved. I wonder if Echo the Dolphin's going to make a cameo. Unbelievably excited. I was the only one that clapped in the theater, ready to roll. 13, 14 years? It comes out next year, right? This ended, No, end of this year. Oh, December release date. December release date. Lucky it's going to be huge. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be huge. Did you so, get your tickets? Somebody uh, asked on Twitter. No, not yet. Somebody asked on Twitter if this one flops, what happens to the other one that they're they're like other three that they're recording like right now? I mean, how how could it flop? You know, I feel like this is like James Cameron just bought 20th Century Fox before Disney did and and just took everything involved. It, Even a flop would still be like 
pretty successful. James Cameron will still spend. It's gonna make so much money. Still. He's gonna make like two billion dollars just anyway, just yeah. for no reason. Yeah, it doesn't have to even be appeal. good. It just has to be okay. Everybody's waiting for a Ferngully sequel, and we're finally getting it. That's all I gotta say. True. Really excited for that. Speaking of Ferngully, the uh, also thirty years old. Um, not a future contender. Did, did not make as much money as Encino Man. No, which it did we'll not. get to. Well, yeah, we'll get into it. Uh, uh, what's your number? Rank them real quick. Three, two, one. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 as I see it. Number three. Uh, number three. Thor. Two. Top Gun. One. Avatar. Yeah, that's it. That's the rankings. That's the definitive rankings. It's definitive rankings. Uh, the Top Gun we saw was a long clip. It was like a ten minute clip. Yeah. yeah it's Tom Cruise really? was like, please make sure. Everybody sees this 10 minutes of this movie. They're going to be hooked. They're going to be super excited. I, this movie better be good because didn't, haven't they put it off for two years yep. just because of yep. COVID? They want COVID. everybody to be in theory so they can, we can all, hope we it's can a all disaster like this now. together. Yeah, make, I, I kind of hope it's what, a disaster. Can you do a jet noise with your mouth, Kyle, please? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Steven, what's your uh, jet noise? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that. That was a weird jet, but I liked it. Now it's time to get into it. We're going to talk about Inchino Man. Inchino, Inchino for us Ninos. Here's a little, here's a little taste of it. Here's a little. From Hollywood Pictures, he's a caveman who just stepped into the 20th century. Whoa! Now two guys from Encino are going to teach him to be normal. That's boring, dude. Normal. We're going psycho with him, bro. Shut. Encino Man. I'll be back. Rated PG. I saw that trailer wow. way too many times as a child because that for sure was on a VHS. That's, so that's the VHS watching. cut of it. Yeah. I don't know which which VHS specifically. I want to say it's Land Before Time that I saw that a, mi- a million times before because it's relevant. Uh, it's damn near the same uh, age yep, of yep, our yep. time. <laughs> Be quiet. Uh, but still, um, yeah, saw that saw that trailer so many times, and that's another reason why I watched this movie so many times. So you have a history with Encino Man. History with Encino Man. Deep history. Deep history with a lot of Pauly Shore movies. Um, we did a Pauly Shore movie before this during the beginning of the pandemic called Biodome. That that one's I'm le- that movie I'm least familiar with. This one I'm probably most familiar with. It, okay, it's between this or In the Army now. You watched it a lot. Watched it a lot, uh, mostly when it was on TV, but occasionally uh, when the when I had the VHS lying around somewhere. Wow, I had no idea this movie existed until <laughs> I can't believe we said it. we're doing it for I, a podcast. I, so I'm right in the middle. I knew it existed, but I didn't uh, hadn't seen it. Wow, you guys are I was excited, uncultured swine. The reason I wanted to watch it I was two it years old. <laughs> the, we got to get ahead of the Frasersance. The Renaissance is yeah. happening. Yeah, right before our eyes. He's going to be. It's in the been new, happening in the new Scorsese movie, so that's going to be good. Yeah, the the uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, he Killers plays a really good moon. serious guy, like a scary, yeah, creepy that, serious, that guy. underutilized. And he, as a serious he loves actor. to wear that little cowboy hat. He's a great meme. He's guy. a great uh, meme yeah. online. People yep. are cheering for him. He yep. seems pretty nice. We're we're all behind Brent. We're Brendan Fraser podcast. Nice guy had a bad roll of the dice for the past fifteen years. What are you going to do? You know when you I've had plenty of bad rolls of plenty of dice, so I get it. Me and Brendan get it. Him and Val Kilmer, am I right? Uh, for th- I just want to set the record before we keep saying his name. It's Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Fraser, not Fraser, not like the Brendan show. Fraser. Fraser. That's what I. Not Joe Fraser. That's what I've been hearing. Brendan Fraser. All on the internet. Fifteen percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Fifty-six audience. That seems low. Both the, the both the critical rating and the audience rating. 
I don't know if it's 15. 34 reviews, critically. Not enough reviews. Most, I think the, most of them have been scrubbed from the internet because uh, they're all ashamed of it. They're ashamed of their, are their, they? their, their thoughts. They're ashamed of their Encino Man thoughts because they're living with regret. Maybe they should repost it and say that I was totally wrong about this film. Three stars. Yeah, it's time to do a Roger Ebert and, you know. Revisionist Ebert alert. Speaking of Ebert, he did not review uh, this movie, so we have no Ebert for you. don't have an Ebert. So you can just turn the podcast off. We're done. But we do have the Rotten Tomatoes blurb, which states, um, Encino Man isn't the first unabashedly silly comedy to embrace its stupidity and amass a cult following, but whether or not it works for you will largely be determined by your tolerance for Pauly Shore. Yeah. Seems like this is a phoned-in blurb. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, they let an uh, intern write this one. They're like, it's only got 34 reviews. Nobody's going to look up Encino Man. Well, then they're wrong. Do your best, teen. And then the teen tried, but the teen was like, I don't get Polly Shore. I just don't get Polly Shore. And you're like, Because you're. I get it, but yeah, you're a spooky teen. What what do you fucking know? Yeah. Well, my blurb is from Karen James of the New York Times. Karen? Or Karen? Karen. 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 Karen, like the bird. C A R Y N. So I'm just spelling it Karen. Karen. The real question is whether Dave and Stoney and Link are worthy heirs to Bill and Ted or Wayne and Garth. Not really. Well, yeah, because there's three of them. There's not two of them. So that's that's part of it. Boom, premise busters. Yeah, yeah. And way to go, Karen. With that's your, the new with name of our podcast. Logic. Yeah, premise busters. We're like the uh, myth busters, except we bust premises. Destroy your arguments. And we come into your house and destroy your property. Hey, <laughs> don't tell them about that part. Um, Lawrence Cohn of Variety stated, uh, this low budget. Larry, Larry Cohn. Larry Cohn. Larry C., uh, big LC, big LC guy. Um, lo, uh, this low-budget quickie is insulting even with its... Low-budget... <laughs> <laughs> You're adding words to Larry's mouth. I'll just say it. Low-budget quickie is insulting even within its own no-effort parameters. Uh, that's what she said. Yeah. That's Bo- what she boom. Said. There. Boom Premise roasted. busted. Premise Premise busted. busted. Moving on. Uh, our gla- we don't have a guest uh, because Kyle didn't watch the film. Uh, notable critic, though. I did. <laughs> uh, we don't care. <laughs> no, we're happy that you're here, Kyle. We're happy that we're here. Uh, do you have any history uh, with prehistoric movies? Okay, uh, that's cool. Yeah. What's the notable critic? Uh, it's, it's our, it's our guy that we hardly ever mention, yeah, and we, I don't understand why. He's pretty, he is probably a top 10 film critic. Throughout history, he is he's in the top ten because he's I only know in the ten. Top 10. I only know ten. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking to you, Emmanuel Levy. <laughs> uh, it's Peter Travers of the Rolling Stone, um, and so our special segment. It's not Audie Bert with Ebert. It's not Roper on in. It's a traversy. A traversy. A traversy. <laughs> like how the people treated this movie. Yep, exactly. It's a traversy, and you'll you'll know it because Peter Travers uh, said quote about this movie. God help us all. I don't know if they go that far. Yeah, that seems a bit. That seems a bit much. Now it's time to move, move along to the fat corner, Kyle. Since you're here, you might as well take take your corner back. All right, here we go. Oh, the, that's uh, him in the corner. The, that's Kyle in the fat corner, losing his dang mind. Yeah. Uh, the 1993 Razzie Award winner, by the way. Uh, For released. What? For what? Best picture. Worst picture? Worst picture. It won worst picture? No, it won it uh, won worst new star. Worst new star. Pauly. Is that Polly? Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, uh Pauly. yeah, so release date, May twenty second. Wow, we're coming up on the anniversary. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Uh nineteen ninety two. 
92. Wow. Where were you in 92? I was in Fremont. I was uh, just, a, just a small lad. I was not even a year old. Yeah, you were. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Three Kyle. Years old. Come on, Kyle. Okay, I was a little more than just a year old, and I, I was exploring the world. Um, I was tucked underneath uh, chairs at ball games and at concerts. I was uh, having a great time. How much beer and or cigarette ashes <laughs> did you get poured on you while being tucked under them seats? I was an early adopter to both of those vices. And, uh, <laughs> it seems like there's a reason. He still smells. <laughs> uh, Some say I still smell <laughs> to this day. Uh, rated PG. PG. Now that's a surprising. It's a surprising rating for yep. a a Pauly Shore movie and yes. b a teenage oriented. Uh, exactly. Uh, yes. This is not a kids movie. Yes to both. Uh, I thought that this was. An 80s movie in the vein of like a la John Hughes and maybe just like a kind of shitty or like a weird another type of weird science is kind of what I thought yeah, I was right. in for. But it was much more PG. Um, f- if this movie was made four years prior, like if this was ma- this 80s movie was made in the 80s, like it should have been, it would have been a hit. But I think f- that's that's what happened. It's 1992. So it's right in between Disney Channel original movie. Right. Right before, right before that, but still after all these '80s teen comedies. Yeah. So it it was operating in this weird transition zone, and maybe that's why it, a all, it did actually kind of find an audience, but B didn't have like you know that's the critical. Yeah. It felt dated for being a 1992 movie. That's <laughs> yeah. the thing. It felt like this movie should have been made in '86. The way the cadence worked, the way the the plot points were. Uh, a review I did read was and that. Uh, it's a good time capsule movie, and right. like, this is what everything was like very specifically at this time. Mm-hmm. And Pauly Shore's outfits, oh, Jesus! Like yeah, good the first. outfits. Good <laughs> outfits. He would be very. That's a popular kid in in Gen Z nowadays. It's like kids wearing those mesh shirts yeah. and stuff. I know you're saying your facts right now, Kyle. But here's a fun fact: Pauly Shore, uh, Pauly Shore, uh, his personal tailor, Macho Man Randy Savage. Wow, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> that's about. Wow. Oh, he fooled me, brother. <laughs> uh, Runtime, hour twenty eight minutes. That's hour twenty eight. Pretty good. Awesome. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Tight movie. It was definitely movie. a Disney Channel original movie. I'm gonna say that so many times on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. should have been. I grew up with them, so this was like just before. Yeah. This was this was well before. Yeah, yeah. well before. But it should it like it should have been in so many ways. This should have been a comedy you know, central if, original if movie. If it had come out like three years if it had come out three years later, you know who plays Link? Eric Von Detten. Yep. Detten gets that role, no no doubt. Mm-hmm. You're right. When you're right, you're right. Who is that, Kyle? Can you look that up? <laughs> he's the he's the guy from Brink. Oh, yeah, that guy. Main kid from Brink. Sure. Taglines. Not one of the Lawrence brothers? <laughs> no. Uh, no, no, no. Not Matthew Lawrence? Could have been Joey. No, Matthew Matthew played a, a clone in that one movie, but that's okay. about it. Taglines, Kyle. Taglines. This can't be the tagline, though. It's the, ca- it's the tagline. Is that really the tagline? Because <laughs> that is so descriptive. No, no, I said the, not. I said the tagline earlier. Uh, for, when the Stone Age meets the Rock Age. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. That's it. That was I mean, the that's only better than what this was, says. Yeah, there was In the scene where Brendan <laughs> Fraser is eating out of the dog bowl, he is actually eating Cookie Crisp, a popular breakfast cereal. So that's why I always thought the dog food <laughs> yeah, looked that delicious. That was the tagline. Every time I saw that scene, I was like, man, that dog food don't look too bad. I don't that dog food. Uh, one of my favorite things, we, we always talk about our favorite things about the IMDb trivia, but one of them is that it's always like it's explaining uh, just like human history at the same time as telling you about this trivia it's like oh if you don't know what quickie crisp is yeah here it's a popular breakfast cereal a popular breakfast yeah. cereal 
with a wolf for <laughs> <Yeah>. a mascot. <laughs> Pretty popular. Uh, tag I meant. Uh, my my tagline: the coolest guy in prehistory. That that works for so many ways. A, he's frozen. Uh, two, he's a cool guy in the nineties. Yep. Three, uh, prehistory because he's a Cro-Magnon. Yeah, and also history class, and school related. Cool guy in school. Yeah, uh, I'll do you one better. Uh, my tagline: um, he's the coolest Cro-Mag man. <laughs> that's my tagline. Yeah, that's a good one. Nuts. Wow, rude. Very rude. You're locked in here with me. Uh, Kyle, plot keywords. Plot keywords. We have caveman. Caveman. Gen X. Gen X. Is yeah, it is because it's '92, and uh, if you graduated, I guess if you graduated year '92, then you're fine. Okay, it's a Gen X movie. It's Gen X. Yeah, this is a. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. Oh, that's not my favorite. Yeah. They all right. dress like fucking freaks the whole movie. They all they all dress like they're homeless. That, it's cool. it's almost back that that I've been wearing a lot of uh, button downs with a white shirt underneath, but the button downs open. Mm-hmm. That's been a look for me lately. That's and a that's a very nineties look. That's a, that's a nineties look. You you could easily get casted in Home Improvement. If I was you thinking, that. yeah, maybe I'll get my hair cut like uh, the old feather the old feather cut that JTT used to have. Yeah, keep feathering it. Continuing on, dog dog. Hell yeah. That dog. That lab. I will have to say that lab knew a lot of cool tricks. That lab would have gotten eaten by a caveman. Let's, we can go through what a caveman wouldn't, wouldn't have done in this movie. And one of them was definitely eat the dog. Unless it was right in domestication time. Mm. When did they start domesticating? I think it was right around then. I don't know. Look Crow that up, Magnus For hunting. Face. Look that up, Purposes. Kyle. Yeah, to smell things. Yeah, just to smell things. Security, um, yeah, security. He yeah. definitely, but if not, he definitely would have worn that dog's pelt as a as a loincloth. Oh yeah, that yeah. dog is dead. That dog would have died. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Disney. Is this a Disney movie? It's a Disney movie. It's crazy. I thought it was. Uh, but it's not on Disney Plus. Not on Disney Plus. Uh, no, because it's Hollywood Pictures, and Hollywood Pictures I thought wasn't part of Disney. But am I? Is it? Was it Touchstone? Is that why? It wasn't produced by Disney, but now it's owned by Disney. Is what I think I know. Okay. Uh, no, Hollywood yeah. Pictures is a is a division of Walt Disney Studios. It is. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's like Touchstone. So it's like the adjacent. Its most profitable film was The Sixth Sense. It's their edgy teen, <laughs> edgy teen production company. It definitely didn't make a lot of good movies. <laughs> oh, The Sixth Sense that that probably kept it afloat for a long time. It, we're <laughs> gonna talk about Hollywood Futures, uh, Hollywood Pictures in the future because they did Mario Brothers. Um, oh yeah, they yeah. did the Air up there, which uh, Mario got pushed back. Twenty twenty three. Yeah, now it's twenty twenty three in the army now. Um, while you're sleeping, Crimson Tide, D- Judge Dredd, the original. Uh, Crimson Tide's been on my uh, watch list recently. Powder, which is a pet of pet Yeah, not going to watch that one, no. Uh, Gross Point Blank. Gone, oh, yeah, good, Gone good, Fishing, G.I. Jane. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, not into that. Uh, Deep Rising. Okay, yeah, Deep Rising. And then, yeah, of yeah. course, the uh, uh, the inevitable uh, Simon Birch. And that was our segment, History of Hollywood Pictures. It's dead now. Uh, budget. Our last keyword is school. Oh, yeah, School. <laughs> Why isn't that first or second? Shouldn't that be second next to Gen X? I don't know. I don't know. I think that dog shouldn't be in there, though. Do they? A lot of interactions with the dog, though. You got the dog food scene. You got him dapping the dog. You got the dog, um, him him putting the dog in, like, uh, the whirly bird, the little uh, wrestling move, going like this, like he's wearing him like a fur, like he's trying the fur oh, out yeah, before yeah. he skins him. 
<laughs> he was wearing the dog around his neck a lot. That yeah. was cool. Yeah. They were pretty good friends. This this is a good, really great friendship movie. Yeah. We're going to talk about it, but I'm ex- I I loved it. I thought it was great friendship movie. Warmed my little black heart. <laughs> oh my god. Uh just really quick. T- doing your driving test at the school. Yeah. yeah. Was that really a thing? Oh like, yeah. They, they did that back then. Oh yeah. yeah. Why why did they stop? Because they don't pay teachers enough. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And they could profit And they force more. us all to go to the DMV and they private wait no, they for force hours. You, no, they force you to go to a driving school. Oh, yeah. Kyle's going to tell us this DMZ, DMZ uh, <laughs> the demilitarized yeah. zone. Oh, I was in and out. I was the first Rosario one in line. Your DMV? Yeah. Oh. Uh, it was five wow. minutes. Wow, that's pretty great. What'd you do? Real? I had to wait 45 minutes before that outside <laughs> so, in the so cold, so but I did actually, it. It was actually 50 minutes is what you were <laughs> How many people were behind you when they opened? Uh, like 15. Whoa. Yeah. So... Uh, budget, on. budget, uh, seven million dollars. Modest budget. Wow. Yeah, not, I mean, not a strong budget, but not a not a weak budget by any. Well, you, the most expensive actor was Sean, or was it Brendan? Probably Aston. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, it was probably Aston. So he's that, that's off something. Goonies. Looking back, you would think is more money because you're like, yeah, it, starring three pretty big actors at the time, and then you uh, looked. This is Brendan Fraser's first major role in a right. film. Right. It's this before school. Pa- this is before Polly Shore even pops off. This yep. is the first. Uh, this is the first movie of the Polyverse that's yep. about to uh, about to implode. Because Polly was fresh be- off being a VJ yeah. for MTV, and then uh, and Sean Astin is the only. Uh, he he's got the name recognition on this cast. Right. A lot of ho- old Hollywood uh, power in this cast. We're going to talk about it a little bit, but uh, Polly Shore obviously coming from the the Comedy Store uh, Empire. And then Sean Astin, son of John Astin, who was uh, Gomez Adams, uh, among other things, in the in the '60s version of the Adams Family. Oh, yeah, John Astin, legend, legendary actor of, of Hollywood. Well, shouts to Sean. And so, yeah, this movie made forty million dollars. Forty mil. That's a they gangbusters. This movie. Dude. Yeah, uh, this movie was VHS th- sales were strong for this, this movie. Was this that's just box office too? Yeah, yeah. this this movie is number thirty nine. Oh, on uh, the top, the top grossing films of 1992. What was the winner? Winner? Yeah, 92. Was it Judgment Day? Batman Returns. Oh, br. Wow. wow. Batman colon returns. Batman last colon movie. returns. <laughs> what? Uh, right, right above this film and below it, we got uh, Passenger 57, former podcast. Never saw that. We didn't do Passenger 57. Oh yeah, I'm t- I'm thinking of uh, what's Are you watchable. The, what's the sequel to the Fugitive? Oh, uh, U.S. Marshals. U.S. Marshals. (laughs) (laughs) Malcolm X. Uh, But below this, here's movies that didn't make as much money. Three Ninjas. Uh, Fair enough. Three Ninjas kicked back. We're doing on the podcast this year. Uh, I already told my sister. Wow. Uh, But Fern Gully, The the Last Rainforest. Oh, Not as much money. Muppet Christmas Carol. Not as much money. Mr. Baseball with a... Really bad movie, by the way. Uh, Cape Fear. The remake didn't make a lot of money. That's surprising. Cape Fear, yeah, Cape oh, Fear this did is not make, wow. yeah. And a Great Mouse Detective, uh, 90th great spot. Great Mousekowitz, wow. Yeah. So, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross also didn't make nearly as much. Yeah, as well, movie. fuck David Mamet. Um, <laughs> trivia. What other trivia you got for us, Nick? Okay, so originally the filmmakers wanted Polly Shore to play Link, but since this is like classic studio shit going on, that's awesome. Uh, but since cavemen don't talk, they lose that they lose the appeal of his humor and his unique poly speak. <laughs> they literally described. This. Yeah, where they describe, and then they describe poly speak as uh, where Shore would pause between syllables of key adjectives. <laughs> uh, instead, as a suggestion of Disney Honcho Katzenberg. Yeah, so big Jeff shout Katzenberg. out to Jeff. 
Uh, they cast him as one of the two teens who find the caveman. Once the producers met Brendan Fraser, they decided that he was better suited for the part. However, they liked Shore so much that they created the role of Stony Brown character, which Stone helped develop. I mean, uh, Shore helped develop. All of his lines were ad-libbed, it felt like. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I just thought that was I just thought that was fun because uh, this movie is terrible with Paul Shore as the as the caveman. I don't know because they could spin it in a certain way where you know um, in the beginning Brandon Fraser's just walking around aimlessly, not understanding things, but then he slowly starts to understand when people are talking. Like you could put what they could <laughs> okay. the twist. Here's the I, twist. I, I'm, I'm with you now. Paulie Shore walking around aimlessly, not understanding what people are saying and people are doing. Like he's doing his little caveman mannerisms. He cl- accidentally clicks on the TV and Paulie Shore, the VJ, is on and he just <laughs> no. learns how to talk me. through, through Paulie Shore. <laughs> through Paulie Shore. So Paulie Shore, the caveman, uh, understanding words and now just talks like. No, Pauly I just Shore I like time. the idea of Paulie speak being like cavemen learning English, where they're just yeah. like buddy, and then he's like buddy. Yeah, and then they're like, uh, "Okay, he said it. He just said it differently. Okay, I guess that's fine. That's a good build." And up then too. they're like, "Wheezing the juice," and he's like, "Wheezing the juice." <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, "Okay, yeah, he's getting it. He's learning bad. words." <laughs> might be better. That might be better than my idea. I'm not gonna. Uh, in it, the though. scene where Brendan Fraser is eating out of the dog bowl, he's actually eating Cookie Crisp. But we've said that already. Mm-hmm. A popular bite for cereal. In case you didn't know. Uh, my favorite trivia, though, is the the block of ice. We haven't even explained what happens in this movie yet, but <laughs> there is a block of ice that contains a caveman in this movie. And uh, the director was so adamant on this being involved that he spent months researching what type of ice he could make that was see-through because a lot of it would get clouded. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you wouldn't be able to see the body in it. Right. So he, he spent a very long time doing that. And then he finally was able to do that. And then he built a cube of actual ice for $50,000. The only problem is that when they were going to melt it, they only had one shot at this. So <laughs> the shots you see in the film are fully, it's the only take they have of that movie, of that happening, where they have like a fake body being defrosted. The scene lasts about 30 seconds and costs $50,000 of the film's $7 million budget. Because it's not real ice, right? It's, it's- it is real it's basically real ice, so it, it does actually melt. So, so they, they only just specially one. casted it so it was all They clear. couldn't afford to do it twice because it would have cost $100,000. Oh, my God. That's so weird. Um, it's so weird. Hollywood Excess uh, 101. Just, just pay attention to the cube. If I was a director, I would for sure... I would throw my weight around for like one really expensive, really dumb thing. Yeah. Because I knew that I could get it. I could get it done. Yeah. My trivia involves uh, the cast, uh, which is cool cast cameos, um, but I'll bring it up later. But Eric Avari and Brendan Fraser, um, Eric Avari being one of the convenience store clerks, uh, they'd later star together in The Mummy as Dr. Terrence Bay and Rick O'Connell, respectively. So there you go. Uh, one of the, the Eric they say like three words to each other in that movie. <laughs> yeah. No wheeze in the juice. <laughs> No, we, we's in the juice. And in the mummy. <laughs> and the other, uh, the other guy, Jerry Bednob from uh, 40 Year Old Mr. Virgin. Deeds. And, no, Mr. Deeds? Yeah. Well, no. Eric Avari. Oh, Eric Avari is Eric also Avari in Deeds. Is Mr. Deeds. Yes. yes. Yeah, we don't, we don't talk about Deeds. Oh! Yeah. Edison, he's got pipes on him. <laughs> Potty pooper. 
Potty Poopa. Uh, the Who's. The Who's. Not starring Roger Daltrey. No. Director Les Mayfield. Le, le, uh, Les Les Mayfield. <laughs> Les Mayfield. Uh, uh, we've already done on the podcast once. Yeah. Flubber. Yeah, with the Flubber. He's the director of Flubber. Nice. Also directed other terrible movies. Hasn't like... directed that many movies, but his variety is nice. It's, it's all uh, over the Miracle place. Miracle on 34th Street, <laughs> Flubber, Blue Street, The nice. Man, <laughs> Encino, and Codename the Cleaner. Yeah. You, if you had told me all those names of all those movies and then said they were directed by the same person, I'd be shocked. I'd be <laughs> just, I'd be blown away. I'd be so shocked. Unreal. Diverse. Um, writer, Sean Sheps. Sean Sheps. Uh, she, wrote, she wrote the, uh, the story, I mean, the story and the screenplay. Uh, of one Drumline? Of, one of the producers also man. helped come up with the story of it. Right. And that's why we get the, what's his name? What's his name? What's the stupid producer's name? Where it's the blah blah production, yeah. On the it's top oh, opening yeah, yeah, credits, yeah. It's uh, his name's George Zaloom. Yeah, George <laughs> Zaloom. George it's Zaloom a, production. It's a Zaloom vehicle. He was real proud of this movie. I he, just want well, to say. he must have been. Yeah, absolutely. George Zaloom. They hey, this movie made a lot of movie. This good. movie made a lot of money. That's right. <laughs> notable crew. <laughs> Who's our notable crew? Uh, oh yeah, Sean Sheps also did Son-in-Law and Drumline. Yeah. Notable crew. Uh, we got one, Dennis Dion. Dennis Dion. The special Dennis effects Dion. person. Uh, he uh, he also did Die Hard, Lincoln Lawyer, and Law Abiding Citizen. A real... Uh, Does a lot of makeup. Specialized in, must have been... Makeup effects. You know, like gun effects and stuff? Well, with Die Hard, there's some dirtiness to, to, to Bruce Willis. Uh, oh, mud. Uh, a mud guy. Law Abiding Citizen, uh, Gerard Butler has a lot of disguises. That's true. So uh, he's it's he's a big makeup guy. This Dennis Dion, good 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 uh, good on him for staying staying steady work, not giving it up to the computers. I was trying to find one Oscar winning. Uh, yeah, it's a hard it's a person, hard one with this one person in the notable crew. And I, uh, I technically, uh, I mean, he didn't win an Oscar, but the movie won an Oscar. Sean Astin because he's Sam Wise in uh, Lord of the Rings, so it already counts for something, right? Oh, acting wise, maybe somebody won an Oscar. Just him, but I'll, he didn't win anything. I'll check it out. Did he win anything for Rudy? No. He Rudy, didn't, he didn't win Rudy. Anything. Ru- we're going to do the top five Aston uh, at the end of this podcast. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Sean Aston's in this movie. Then we have uh, Brendan Fraser. Yep. Frazier? Fraser. Yep, Fraser. Uh, First major role. First major role. We have Pauly Shore as Stoney. Then we have Megan Ward. Megan Ward, congrats to our uh, Meg Ward, <laughs> our former high school uh, <laughs> cohort. Uh, yeah, she probably wasn't even born yet. When she <laughs> she, <laughs> was oh, yeah, she might have just been born. <laughs> uh, Robin Tunney, Tunney, Tunney. Robin Tunney, who Robin got Tunney, a, uh, one of the more recognizable people in this movie. But she's only been in a in very lim- limited things. Uh, you you think you've seen her in more stuff, but then you realize, oh, that's a we're thinking of Linda Cardellini. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I get nice. that. Uh, Michael DeLuise. DeLuise. Don't know what happened to that DeLuise. Guy. Like Dom DeLuise. Uh, yeah, he just fell apart. What are you going to do? And then we have Kehua Kwan. Kehui Kwan, who... Um, just came back. Listed this, as this, Jonathan Kwan. Yep, this was his last movie before he quit acting. Before he quit forever, right? And then uh, came back and now is in everything, everywhere, all at once. Or as I like to call it, e because <laughs> that's how you can't. pronounce it. Yep, yep. E E A O is what you E E A A O. Yeah. Uh, 
E I E I O. Hey, waiting for that adaptation. There to come was out. a multiverse. Had some hot dog fingers. <laughs> hot dog fingers. <laughs> oh, Kyle doesn't know what we're E-E-A-A-O. talking about. E A A O. Wow, yeah. wow. There's there's a TikTok in there somewhere. You can take that however you want. You people. should definitely watch that movie, Kyle. Um, Rose McGowan's uh, debut, film debut. She's she's in she's in what scene in the? I in didn't the I didn't hockey? look I didn't look back to make sure, but I'm pretty sure it was the, the hockey nightclub scene. <laughs> we didn't gonna, like, talk about that. Hockey nightclub, a lot of just unbelievable stuff going on. Yeah, in this movie. Uh, movie plot. Get right into it, Nick. California teen Dave Morgan, played by Sean Astin, is digging a pit for a pool in his backyard. Great, <laughs> great general name, Dave Morgan. Dave Morgan. Yeah, that, that guy definitely does my taxes. Dave Morgan, yeah, Dave Morgan is a guy that lived near you. Mm-hmm. Everybody had at least one Dave Morgan near them. Yeah. When he happens upon a caveman frozen in a block of ice, aided by his goofy friend Stoney, Polly Shore, Dave transports their uh, discovery to his garage where he thaws the Neanderthal, thaws the Neanderthal, and is revived. When Dave and Stoney find the living and thoroughly bewildered, they attempt to pass him off as a foreign exchange student named Link, played by Brendan Fraser, Fraser, resulting in many misadventures. Many? Some. Some misadventures. (laughs) Not many. Plenty of misadventures. (laughs) There's like three. Yeah. (laughs) Which brings us to our next segment. That's actually just like the first 10 minutes of this movie. Right. Which is, they left a lot of room, which is nice for our nice... By they get they Not get Act One time. out the window. Yeah, it's quick. They get Act One done and complete. Like weird meeting this caveman before the twenty minute mark, which is yeah, right away. pretty surprising. Yeah. But then again, not so surprising. We got to start at the very beginning, which is it. Well, they have the first scene where Brendan Fraser and uh, two cave other woman. two other cave people, yeah, cave person and cave woman. An earthquake happens. They get killed. That ceremonial bowl like thought to be destroyed during the ice age gets preserved. Yes. Yep. And uh, then it cuts to our cuts boy to Sean Astin, Sean digging, Astin a hole. digging a hole, digging a hole. So the the most ridiculous part of this movie is that Sean Astin thinks he can just dig a hole in his backyard and turn it into a pool. Technically, you can. I'm gonna give him credit there. Technically, yeah. you can. Did but he volunteer? Du- this is a huge pool that he has dug. It's giant. I, I suggest you go up online right now. Look at the pool that Sean Astin was able to dig. He must have been working on this for maybe a year. Yeah, and his parents are just letting him and ruin his, his backyard. <laughs> their property value is going down, 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 and this pool is gonna be oblong and dumb looking. But what do you think the parents asked him to dig the hole? Like, do the preliminary digging so they don't have to hire somebody? He did to a dig lot. Of, he did a lot of great work. He was always wearing like a school outfit, though. He right. he was never wore he wasn't even wearing gloves while he was doing. The, I mean, uh, this is 1992. Yeah, but gloves who, didn't it get invented until 2010. So your hands, your hands just. <laughs> oh yeah, you were a young boy on the farm back then. You weren't wearing gloves just yet. I mean, he should have been wearing gloves because God, Lord knows how calloused and bloody his hands are every day. <laughs> if you're digging a hole, like just watch the movie Frailty, you understand. Yeah, uh, the hole that he dug. Woo! It's like a ten foot. It's like a ten foot hole. Yeah, it's not good. Also, that's where that's bodies. where that's where your second that's where the second thing comes in is. The body's only ten feet down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the ice, the ice. I'm glad they gave us. They went to a prehistory class. What do they call that? Uh, just history. That's like uh, that's archeo- like world, that's world history. Anthropology. No, this is like freshman year. Yeah, history. Anthropology one hundred and one. Yeah. 
And then the dude from Die Hard's in it as the teacher, <laughs> yeah. and he's telling—he's a really good teacher. He was a great teacher. Yeah, I was captivated by what he was saying <laughs> I, I the entire he, time. He was excellent in this movie. I was waiting for him to radio into the office, shut it down, shut it down now. <laughs> so, but yeah, whatever. I was excited for him because I—I uh, I was ready to learn. Yeah, I was ready. I was ready for him to drive me around uh, with my blank check that I stole from Miguel Ferreira. <laughs> he was also the driver in blank check. Oh, he was. Yeah, he, he was. He was a uh, future contender. Future contender. If I remember correctly, another Disney movie that would easily God, fit blank, into this universe. Blank check fucking rules. We can't wait to do blank check. <laughs> we'll, we talk about that movie probably Macintosh. once. Macintosh. 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 Back before Apple became an evil corporation. Mm. And made it so I can't update my phone or get a new one. Oh, you got, you got I'm gripe? taking my grievances to the podcast. Yeah, great. It's official. I'll talk to Johnny I for you. Anyway, they found the body <laughs> 10 feet underground, encased in ice. In an underwater, gla- underground <laughs> glacier system, glacier, glacial river system, apparently, because we had to learn about that. Yep. Uh, a lot of earthquakes happening. Two earthquakes in the span of a couple minutes in the original movie. Encino. Southern California feeding oh. into a big America's fear of earthquakes. So thanks it's a two lot. Two years before the North the Northridge earthquakes, and t- three years after Loma Prieta. So it's it's right there. It's in it's in the public consciousness of 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 America. It is a good uh, instigator too. Like when when the plates when the plates shift, anything's possible. You know. If you don't want uh, family <laughs> out of state visiting, possible. just tell them that you just had earthquakes. I'm like, okay, I'm not I'm not going where the ground shakes. I'd rather have. a I'd rather have the wind blow my house down than the ground. What else you want to bring up? What else is Are You For Real besides the premise of the movie? Once you get past this, the, the worst part about the movie is uh, Sean Astin's character is constantly trying to stay popular and use this uh, Cro-Magnon Use person. anything. Like, he's use building anything. the pool to become popular so he can he, have people over for pool party. His whole goal is become... He's, he's not a good character. We don't... I don't his like... His best friend is Polly Shore. His best friend is Polly Shore, <laughs> who is awesome in this movie. Yeah. It, it can't be understated how supportive and good of a friend Polly Shore <laughs> yeah. is in this movie. He, right. Stone, Stoney Brown is an extremely good friend. Maybe he's a little absent-minded. Maybe he doesn't have a, a lot going for him. He's got a heart of gold, though. He's got a heart of gold. He's Sean re- Astin, on the other hand. He'll give you a ride on his little Vespa. On his Vespa, and, no matter what. He'll no take matter you to Magic, what. He'll take you to Magic Mountain today. He'll back you up. Yeah, exactly. That's That's what we liked in this movie. What we didn't like... Our boy Dave Morgan, <laughs> being a soy boy, <laughs> only wanted to be popular. Yeah, and also going for uh, the other someone thing. incredibly out of his league. <laughs> <laughs> Robin Sweeney, popular girl name. Robin great, Sweeney, great, like, really great popular girl name. Yeah, the Sweeney. What else was? Uh, are you for real after that though? Um. So there is this. Can we talk about this the the hockey scene? Because we should go, we should, we yeah. should break that scene down. So the so they go to so to introduce one of the adventures. Yeah. You got to set it up a little bit beforehand. So like they all think he's he's been established at the high school now. Right. He is now a foreign exchange student. Yes, they just took. They What's just, his name? Look up his name, Kyle. It's uh yeah. It's, it's, it's Levis. It's it's a it's a Russian name basically. <laughs> yeah. But, oh yeah. Uh, wow, it's like. Chamov, it's Linkamov, Chamovsky, Chamovsky, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He's from Estonia, which is perfect. Great, perfect. Great joke. Yep. They brought him in. They enroll him in the stool school. It's as easy as 
easiest, easiest one, possible. two, three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turns out that anybody can just show up at any school. No and ID, no problem. <laughs> he, he doesn't speak a lick of English. Yep. He hasn't. He can he say speaks no, no language. He uh, he adapted to the new world pretty quickly. So yeah. this is Kyle's are you for real? Kyle, I'm going to jump you and it's say for real. no. Okay, Kyle's are you for real? Is that cavemen? And it's a good point. Cavemen wouldn't be able to adapt very well to. Uh, to this world, to modern day living. Yes. Yeah. When he initially he like gets gruesome. when he initially gets out of the gets out of the ice and then goes up the hill and just sees suburb after suburb. How's his mind not Here blown? And he just he looks at it. He goes, huh? He just like shrugs his shoulders and then walks away. <laughs> like what? You've never seen those things before. They don't look like anything regarding nature at, at, at any point. And you just go, eh, I've seen that. Linkovich, Chamo. Chamovsky, yeah, Chamovsky, yeah, 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 we did it. Which is a great, uh, great fake yeah. name, great <laughs> fake name. Yeah, and I, lo- I'll get it, t- I'll get to it in the scenes that I love. But the scenes that I love is when they look up his file in the school. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Lincoln Chamovsky, and it's all just made up shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like, oh, we really got to the bottom of this thing. <laughs> anyway, caveman would probably try to murder everybody and or everything. And he's hitting on high school girls. Yep. So that's a little problematic already. Uh, how old is how old is Brandon Fraser supposed to be? Max twenty. What was five. Well, he was already in his middle life too as a caveman. Yeah, midlife crisis at twenty one. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you don't. Uh, He'd be shitting everywhere. Right. He doesn't know how to use the bathroom. Doesn't so know how to wear pants. Doesn't know how to wear anything. Wear anything. Yeah, correct. And he gets and he gets some girl's number. Tells him tells him to show up at this at their at the club. Yep, yep. So now we're at the club. Yeah, yeah. Go. But the club's not a club. It's it's a hockey club. It's a hockey club. But, which was so good when they pull up in the car. They pull up and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna be cool now." And then you see a person walking with a hockey stick, and you're like, "Where are they going?" <laughs> and then like, yeah, he's fine to go in, but then uh, Sean and Polly like get called out by the other two guys that throw this skateboard. <laughs> he's Sean, and he slips. Falls down. I don't know. That was a really stupid scene. Yeah. Uh, Sean Astin's obsession with Robin Sweeney, a.k.a. Megan Ward. Uh, not good. Not, not good. good. Uh, pretty creepy. Pretty creepy. Pretty creepy. I would say his character is the one. They needed somebody to be court, sort of the uh, the protagonist antagonist, and he fulfilled that role, even though he didn't really need to. Like, no. No. He didn't need to. Like It's it's pretty weird science in that in that they're like, He's like a nerd who wants to be cool. Wants but he to wasn't a nerd. He didn't know shit about paleontology. He didn't know shit. <laughs> he didn't know shit. He barely knows how to b- dig a hole for a pool. And he would... He, my, Oh, man. The way he would dig that pool, too. It's amazing he got this done in a year because he would just dig one area and then just walk to a totally different yep. area and yep. dig over there. And it's you're like, like he's looking you have, for something. you have no method to your madness. No. You're just it doing looked it. like a hole that had no method to his madness. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Dug by a bunch of PAs. Okay, so they uh, they get up to this. They get to the roller rink. Oh, it's ice rink. It's an ice rink. It's, it's ice hockey. It's just where everybody hangs out. Everybody's hanging out just there because there's no. I mean, that's the only place they get allowed to under eighteen and just freely hang out and not get bothered by anybody. In Encino, like couldn't in they? Encino. Couldn't they have chosen like a more California spot? How about a mall? That'd yeah. be great. Yeah, a mall that just so happens to have an ice rink. Uh, twenty uh, three sixty five. Like that's easily doable in the valley. But no, we're gonna make the ice rink the club. So then, what happens? And then what? Uh, you, I don't remember. <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> first he's so he's with the girl, uh, Tunny, Tunny. Yeah. Um, this is something I wanted to hit on with 
the caveman character. He was an artist. Very few. Oh yeah, he does. Very the hot, few he does cavemen the were. Art. So uh, this is something that me and Jesse talked about a lot during this movie. Was that probably not a lot of cavemen were artists back then? There was probably very few who Select. like who could really think about drawing. Yeah. And like putting a story out. He's a storyteller. Yeah. So he's already got a creative mind, which is maybe why he like went along with this all so fast. Yeah. But he he just has her lipstick or whatever already drawn on the glass, drawn some good stuff too. He's like a he's a real creative genius before, technically before his time, but now like way past his time. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to give that a shout out, and then that, that leads to a Matt, the the douchebag boyfriend, starting a fight with Sean Astin every single time. He was just like, "I'm gonna beat you up. I'm gonna yeah. beat you up. I'm gonna beat you up," and he kept doing it and kept doing it, and then eventually. It was one of the best bully retributions I've ever seen in a movie is where he the bully digs up some dirt. So he goes to the school and he's like, Link is not a real he's he's not, not a real person. he's not a real foreign exchange. He's a he's a caveman. <laughs> and of course, he he outs Link in front of the entire school during the prom, and everybody's like, That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> we don't believe you at all. <laughs> and they're like, ha ha ha, he's a loser now. <laughs> and I was like, that is great. That's a great way to put the bully down. Yeah. <laughs> he's right too, which is so good because you know he just like stands behind his convictions and we just don't believe him yep and i'm so i was so into that and i thought that was hilarious and then the movie just like goes off and they're just like okay now now sean astin is with the hot girl and now uh link gets another cave uh, the cave woman comes out of the pool that gets filled up at the end of the movie by a rain by one, a rainstorm. one rainstorm comes and fills up the pool even though it was just mud and there's no possible way that's <laughs> that could actually happen and he was popular just like he wanted to be. Stoney was there. Everybody had a good time. Yeah, Robin is like, uh, oh, you told me that you had a caveman, and but I thought you were just full of shit. Now you actually <laughs> did have a caveman. I love you. I love you. <laughs> they were friends in freshman year, and uh, he could have dated her then, but she hadn't entered her babehood yet. You know. Wow. Yeah, That's what thing. he said. That's direct what he quote. Said. Term, yeah. It's a direct yeah. quote from problematic Stoney. Yep. But I think it says something about us in that, we're kind of reaching for like the real bad stuff because there's so much real good stuff in this movie. Yeah. No, there's, there's, I mean, <laughs> this there's, this movie is fine. It's, it, it's kind of cool. And like, how to, I had a great time watching it. I mean, it has the classic schlock. That's what meant, that's what makes it a bad movie. But the, the, the gems that are in this film, uh, shine brightly. And, uh, one of those, one of those being obviously Brendan Fraser. Uh, another one being, um, both Pauly Shore and Brendan Fraser's Love of the Icy. Yeah. Like the icy product placement, we strong, juice. strong in this film, all for the good reasons. We ease in the. Can you do it? We <clears throat> we send the juice. Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, that's good. Like that. uh, what other what other good stuffs in this movie? Supportive male friendship. Uh, we kind of touched on a lot it. of companionship. A lot of companionship. They they went to Magic Mountain. Had a great time. They didn't call it Magic Mountain though. They called it something. They called it like Spacey Coasty Mountain. Something, or something, something like Mountain. Yeah, yeah. What was it? Magic Mountain back then? It was Magic. It was Magic Mountain. Magic Mountain. But oh, okay. they, but for like licensing Maybe purposes, like, they couldn't yeah. call. But it But they that. let them shoot there. But it was it's like Monster Mountain or some shit. Made like me want to go to uh, ride a roller coaster. Yeah, I really want to go to Six Flags. Yeah. Really want to go to Six Flags. It'd be great if we could be sponsored by Six Flags hey. and maybe get like a lifetime pass. I'm and a maybe, real big fan maybe, of Six Flags. Maybe Kyle will take us to Six Flags. Martin Short yeah, dancing in old man suit. <laughs> Was that Martin <laughs> no, Short? No, that's the rumor. <laughs> 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 
It's that song, right? Yeah, it's that song. Uh, in the emotional crux of this movie, the scene that really <laughs> that really like sells the movie is Brendan Fraser, <laughs> Brendan Fraser at the museum on a school trip, and they hear Kyle. Can you explain it? <laughs> yeah. So they go. Yeah, that they go on this field trip to the museum, and while uh, Sean and Polly are at another exhibit, obviously. They're showing prehistoric times with like dinosaur fossils and animals and all that. So Brendan ah, Fraser ah, kind of wanders ah, off on his own <laughs> and they screaming at Sean and, Sean and Polly are <laughs> in another exhibit with the rest of the class. You just hear this shriek in the background, just ah! <laughs> and it's like Brendan just found out for the first time like what his cave people have become, and it was kind of funny. And I thought it, was, and then it's like an emotional scene because yeah, he's realizing he, that his people are gone. He, yeah, they've he, been gone for thousands of years. Yeah, you know, they under, understand the concept of time. He's crying. Link. He's crying, and both of them are rubbing his back. And uh, and then the bully sees them from afar, and he's like, "Something's up with Something's this guy." Up. He's <laughs> trying to light a fire. Yeah. <laughs> a lot yeah. of good firework yeah. in this movie. Uh, that is how they convince him that he's in a new world is when they create fire with one finger. Yeah, the lighter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Always did the lighter trick. With uh, we too. we didn't quite finish the. Uh, the ice skating, ice skating scene is because Brendan Fraser does stand up for Sean Astin, but he just gets punched in the face and doesn't do anything. Right. He just takes a hit. Just takes it. Which causes everybody to be like, he's the coolest guy there he's is. the coolest guy yeah. there coolest is. Guy yeah. there he is. could take a punch. And then they go to the club and they drink. Yeah, no, they, yeah, they go to some random bar. <laughs> Let's talk about real good stuff. The bars, the teenagers at a bar scene was executed well. Real problematic, but really <laughs> functional at the same yeah. time. I know those, the, the Mexican guys who were talking <laughs> yeah. to Polly Short, <laughs> just a lot of essay work, a lot of essays, a lot of vatos. A lot of Tequila drinking. And all of a sudden, he knows how to speak Spanish, right? Well, he knows how, he knows two phrases in Spanish. Oh, and that's because, what he said. And he I said that, that part. The cheese is moldy. Yeah. And yeah. where is the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, from the from the Spanish class. And yeah. they understood him Don't completely. Yeah. <laughs> Except they didn't call Banya. They called it a uh, uh, sanatorio. Sanatorio. Yeah, it's a fancy name. It's for a fancy bathroom, bathroom name. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what I do love, I'll just get straight to it. Best part of this movie, Brendan Fraser. Going all in as this cave band. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely <laughs> Un- worked. Unbelievable. He worked so well. He dancing in that bar, he's just like grooving, having the time of his life. He danced so much in this movie that it was unbelievable. He and looked I, like, I had a great time he watching. He for sure it. looked like the lead singer of um oh my god, what's that band? The band that sings epic, Faith No More. He looked like the lead singer of Faith No More, <laughs> okay. just jumping around on stage. That's a nineties callback. Um, the fact, speaking of '90s callback, the fact that the prom musical artist was Infectious Grooves, which is a Southern California uh, post-punk funk metal band, <laughs> headed by uh, Mike Mir, who is the lead singer of the Suicidal Tendencies, which is like a legendary punk rock band from uh, Los Angeles. Uh, that was like premier early '90s, right there. A, a funk metal post-punk band performing at prom. It's the 90s. That's the 90s. Yeah. If a rock band is at prom at all, it's the 90s. Yeah. Right. Right. But it's it just so happens to be Mike Mir, who is like the coolest white Mexican of all time. Which is <laughs> <laughs> not saying much. Uh, Pauly Shore also worked for me. Yeah. Pauly Shore did. great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the, the, setting, the setting worked the best. 1992 Encino worked the best for this film. They the, had the, some real, those like... Uh, had the vibes of like ET, where you're mm-hmm. like, I like the suburbs. Right. It was like 
pleasant suburbs looking. Right. It it was it was a character unto itself. It was it was as if uh you know like Albuquerque's the yeah. one of the characters in Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, and like how New York is the character in everybody's lives. Hmm. Sure. Settings. Nice. <laughs> Who didn't work for you? Uh, Sean Aston. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right, guys? Aston Martin. Am yeah. I right? Yeah. Uh, he was fine. I think it maybe it was his character. Maybe he played it really well because I didn't like his character. That Between much. him or the bad guy. I didn't like the bad guy. The Matt, bad guy just Matt, did nothing. Yeah, the Matt DeLuise. Yeah. He, our character's name was Matt, which was not a good enough bad guy name. No. It needs, it to, needs be, to be a little more give tough. Me, give me more Chad. Give me I, more Brad. The best moment that he had, though, is in the very beginning when Sean Astin is staring at Robin Sweeney yeah. in the classroom, and then he just like moves his head Slips in, over. and it's like a total joke. It's like a only works in a movie joke where he just his, his head pops in, and yep. he says, "Nope," <laughs> or did he, he flip him off? Yeah, yeah, he said something dumb. Yeah, that happened to me in real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, friends are Defoe. Uh, recasting couch, what you got, Nick? I'm putting Willem Dafoe in this movie, and I'm making the <laughs> making him the owner of eight, the bar and the ice rink. That would be a really funny like gimmick. <laughs> yeah, if, if he's yeah. just like if you just several see, characters. He, he's just like he's always ordering like when the kids get in fights, he's just telling him to get out of my bar, get out of my. So uh, his role uh, in the Florida Project, yeah. but <laughs> the ice rink owner. Yeah, we'd add him in, and then he like the kids fight in the ice rink, and he's like, "Get out of my ice rink, you kids, you hooligans!" And then they go to the bar, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, you shouldn't be here." You know, I love. I would love Willem as uh, one okay. of those roles. The easy answer for me is uh, Ross from Friends as the, uh, the the high school teacher who teaches them about. Oh, uh, yeah, that. yeah. That's the easy answer. Oh, yeah. The, the tougher answer. You put in, what? If this is uh, 1992, uh, Jennifer Aniston, you put her in as the cavewoman. This is right around Leprechaun time, yeah, right? Yeah. Like yeah. her second film, first or second film, yeah, put, her her, put her in an on-speaking role. Put her in the last four minutes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think okay. that'd be a good move. She would pull off a good like early '90s outfit too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, quotes wise, just all the poly speak. The poly speak. Yeah. Uh, can you say <laughs> the I'll thing try. that he said to his dad? Yeah, to, you, to uh, Sean Austin's <coughs> dad. Yeah. So this is to uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Morgan. He says, um, "If you're edged because I'm wheezing all your grind, it's just chill. Because if I had the whole Brady Bunch thing happening on my pad." I'd go grind over there. So don't tax my gig so hardcore, Cruster. <laughs> God. Because I'm we sent that jet. We sent that Buddy. Buddy is a fantastic phrase. All right. So another trivia we didn't mention earlier. We didn't. Polly Shore has been angling for an Encino Man 2 for years. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Brings it up every year. And says that Brendan Fraser and Sean Astin are on board. You know they're in. You know they're you all know in. You know they're in. They should have done it this year. It would have been the 20th yeah, anniversary. Yeah, would have been, been yeah, 30, 30 years how later. Is this, how is that not a Kickstarter? 30 years later. How is okay. that not an Indiegogo campaign? We're making that the uh, the game this evening. We're going to pitch the sequel. We're going to pitch the sequel. But first, it's time for the top five. Top five. Uh, we're doing top five caveman movies. Caveman movies. Don't know what that means, but we're going <laughs> to give it a shot. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, movies with cavemen in them? Yes. That's it. Yeah. That's the only criteria. I mean, yeah. It should be the main I theme. I think that could be... That, that, that would make... It. That would expand the pool a little bit more than, like, movies about cavemen. Yes. Yeah. I guess so, but, but you know... We'll, this we'll, movie is less about cavemen and more is about a caveman. It's more about a fish out of water experience. You know, it just so happens to be about cavemen. 
What's the short list and it should be easy. It will be all right. No we'll particular see. order. I'm saying it right now. We're doing a particular <laughs> order. Oh, no, we don't have to do an order. Just give us our five first. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, give me your five first. Uh, and then your four, and then your three, and then your two. Oh, uh, okay. Piece of shit. Go. Uh, my number five is going to be, because uh, I've probably seen it, uh, I've probably only seen half the movie once, uh, <laughs> 10,000 BC. Okay, 10,000 BC. Excellent movie. No, it's not. It's a huge flop. That was one of the all-time flops. Is that a future contender, Kyle? Can no, it's not. Kyle? It's got decent ratings. Got no, rolling it's, it's no, no, no. It fast. doesn't have good. It, it does. It's. I think it's in the 30s or it's, something. It's, that's decent for us. <laughs> it's definitely not under 30%. I remember vividly watching oh. that movie. What is it? It's like 39%. Nine? No. Nine. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, no. that's yeah. what I'm talking about. This movie is ridiculous. The 2008 film? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it is 9%. <gasps> Let's go. Future contender. Wow. I, I thought it did decent, too. I thought it I didn't better. Know it I mean, it, it got maybe, this, maybe this is the Ooga Boogie year. This is the caveman year. We're gonna <laughs> Ooga do Boogie year? We're gonna, <laughs> All right, move along. <laughs> What's your gonna, number five? We're going to do Encino Man. We're going to do Flintstones Viva, Las, Viva, Viva Rock, Rock Vegas, Vegas. And then we're going to do 10K BC. I mean, we should have done it last year because of Moonfall. You know, I'm going to make five. I'm going to make five my, t- my 10K BC. Okay, we'll agree I'm on 10K. Agree with you. I'm going to agree with you on number five. That's fine. Ten, 10K uh, magic. I mean, I, I've seen like one movie on this list, okay, which is so the Flintstones. You want to do your number one, then? <laughs> is it the Flintstones? Uh, yeah, I'm going to do Flintstones, 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 and Flintstones. No, well, there's Encino Man. Come on. Okay, oh, yeah, you Encino gotta, Man would Encino be top. Man, actually, Encino Man, I'm uh, number four. It's number your number four? four? It's yeah. my number four. I, um, I'm i going to have to agree with you. I'm happy to put that there. I agree with you. It's not I, my number four as well. It's a pretty wow. great movie. I think we haven't really said how much... How high we hold this movie in esteem. It's I, a better movie than what people allude to, and that's why it's a cult favorite. You know what I did today on Letterboxd? Follow me at Lick Nylons. <laughs> I gave Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness, I gave it three stars. I went on same day, and I gave Encino Man three stars. Oh, I thought you gave it higher. <laughs> I just th- I'm just saying these two movies are as good as each other. That's what I'm saying. Mm, Standing by it. That's a stretch. <laughs> okay. And we're not talking about Captain Mr. Fantastic here. Um, uh, number three. Number three. My number three. It's on the list, so I'm going to include it. My number three is Ice Age. Have um, you seen it? I have seen Ice Age. I have seen... Oh, the one with the squirrel and the things. Yes. With there's the, there's cavemen at the very end of that movie. In maybe? the beginning and the there's end. There's a baby, a cave baby throughout the, the entire in, movie. Yeah, they have to take the baby back to the, to the oh, Ice Age. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Have you not, Ray the, Romano is the mammoth? The you know, does that make the, the, the... No, tiger? I've definitely seen Ice Age with yes. the squirrel and the nut. Right. Uh, that's like the big... That's You're like thinking the of like intro. the second or third one. I was thinking probably. of the second or third one. Yeah. The meltdown. Yeah. The meltdown's like number three. I forgot right. what Where the first Ice like... Age was about. Yeah. So so the good dinosaur is, is almost another Ice Age like kind of knockoff. Because Ice Age is DreamWorks, right? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. It's reverse... Uh, uh, yeah, it's reverse uh, Ice it's, Age because I it's the... Oh, no, it's the same because the it's kids are wild. Because the kids wild and the dinosaurs are sophisticated. Yeah, more or less. That kind of fucks up my top five. Yeah, yeah. No, Ice Age is more like... So Ice Age is good, yeah. Because there's like subplots in Ice Age. I watched it the other night. 
I was kind of cracking up. I was like, I didn't understand these jokes in this movie. <laughs> it's fantastic. John Goodman is, and Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary's the bad guy. He, no, he's John well, Leguizamo is the, the sloth. He, yeah, uh, Leguizamo is the sloth. Yeah. Dennis Leary's the saber tooth tiger. Saber tooth. So that's the subplot that's involved in Ice Age. So you have Ice Age the main plot as the baby gets lost, they have to return the baby. There's the B plot where it's the saber tooth tiger yeah. trying to kill everybody. Ah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. the C plot where he's just like, I'm just gonna get back to the family and then kill the family. It's a uh, 20th century fox, not yes. DreamWorks. Oh, it's, it's and then a blue sky animation. And then eventually Queen Latifah becomes a mammoth. She's a yes. female that mammoth. falls in love with Ray. With Ray. That's like yeah. number two or three. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. So is that your number three, or you got a better one? No, no. Now, now I'm doing. Uh, oh, you're doing revisionist history. Yeah, Great. It's called the Nick Shift. We're Nick Shifting. 10K BC is out. <laughs> that movie fucking sucks. <laughs> 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 number five is Encino Man. Number four is uh, Year One. Okay. The Michael Sarah Jack Black. The movie. Michael Sarah Jack Black movie, which is funny. Number three. Nick to the facts. Ice Age. I'm I'm following you guys on that one. Actually, yes, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it there. I'm gonna keep it there. So what's your numero two? Numero two. I'm going the Crudes. 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 Dudes. Oh, never Crudes. Saw it. Crudes is a movie. Polly Shore should have for sure been in. <laughs> yeah. The Crudes. Crudes. I know the Crudes, man. Uh, that's my number two. My number one. Right after you give your number two. <laughs> my number two is uh, uh, man, it's a it's a Sophie's choice here. I'm gonna have to give it to the original Flintstones though, not Viva Rock Vegas. Sophie, the uh, the former guest on the podcast hey, during the Flintstones, who she out. she is returning for Flintstones Rock Vegas. Hey, that that uh, that joke worked many yeah. ways. <laughs> uh, yeah, the original Flintstones, just because of the better cast, uh, Viva Rock Vegas uh, is just as bad of a movie, but with worst a cast. way worse cast. Than, uh, the no John one. Goodman. No John Goodman. No um, no Elizabeth Perkins and no uh, what's his name? No Rosie O'Donnell and Rick and Moranis. Barney. Yeah, Rick, Rick Moranis. Moranis and and Kyle MacLachlan. Um, Paul MacLachlan. My number one. Uh, Paul MacLachlan. <laughs> my number one because I love animated films and I love claymation and I love Nick Park. <laughs> it's obviously Early Man. Early Man. Early Man. So good. You thought no, that's First Man by uh, Damien Chazelle. You wish. <laughs> Early Man with Tom Hiddleston. I haven't seen Early Man. It's okay. <laughs> it's not as good as Chicken Run. It's not as good as Chicken Run. Okay, well, uh, that means I'm putting Flintstones, the OG one. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. It's just number, ba- based off one. of Star Power. Number one. I love, I love some Rock Vegas, but... I don't think you do. But... You should watch the... Uh, my, my sneaky one that would be in there that isn't a caveman film, so probably doesn't count, but probably my number one, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah, that don't count. Sorry. There ain't no cavemen and only cave monkeys. Come on. Come on. Well, no, there's cavemen. They're smashing shit on rocks. Pitch, Pitch me the sequel. Pitch in the sequel. Okay. Let's let's do a collaborative sequel. Can we brainstorm it? Yeah, All let's right. brainstorm it. Okay, we got Kyle put two minutes on the clock. Two, two minutes on minutes. the clock. We have to come up with the best possible sequel for this movie. With starring Brendan Fraser, Polly Shore, and Sean Aston. They're all returning yep. to their original roles. Yep. All right. Two minutes on the clock. Ready? Go. Go. So it's got to have a, 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 another dog in it, right? So that has to be a new dog. <laughs> First and foremost, get new that dog. out of more dogs. <laughs> so what's a, so is it also, it's a Disney movie again. Let's keep Disney it. Disney Channel original movie. Let's keep or it Disney, Disney Plus. Plus original yeah, movie. Disney Plus. Oh, Disney Plus movie. Disney Plus movie. It's got to be PG. Yep. So 
that limits us a little bit uh, in that Brendan Fraser cannot eat or any or kill anybody. <laughs> uh, so has he settled down? Maybe he's who does he settle down with? Him and Cavewoman settle down. Him and Cavewoman settle down. They but then uh, they but, run a uh, they they run a farm. Uh, they run they, a farm. They run a farm, and then Stoney's. Uh, and then Stoney's. He's a, a weed farmer on the on the other has side. PG though. No, it is PG. But they say like that. Betty Nugs. They talk about Nugs all the time in this movie. Right. So it's still like aloof. It's still there somewhere. They say the word uh, gazangas or whatever. Gonzagas. Gonzagas. That's what they call boobs yeah. in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay. So, what's the main issue? What's the main problem? The main issue is. Um, so, because at this point he probably knows pretty good. Forty-five English. seconds. So, the, oh the, shit! No, we got this. The main issue is Sean Astin comes to the farm and uh, and try and and he's now like an acclaimed uh, anthropology paleontology professor and oh, okay. wants to use the land yeah, yeah, to yeah. excavate. And Brandon Fraser's like, "You did the same. You brought me into this world. Like, blah blah blah. I'm gonna fight you for it." And then it, it, it's the main adversary. So it's Brandon Fraser and Polly Shore versus Sean Astin. And then Sean Astin has to come come around. Seconds. And they're not and friends forever, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they have to; they're going to reconcile eventually. And you got to leave the past in the past. You got to be yourself. Yep, yep. Ten seconds. It's okay. All, it's all about that, and it's going to be uh, directed by Chloe Zhao. <laughs> <laughs> and Willem Dafoe's in it as the angry farmer. Yeah, yeah. Willem Dafoe is in it. Willem Dafoe is some sort of lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. There you go. Polly Shore's lawyer, personal yeah. lawyer. Personal hey, good lawyer. job, good job. I, I would have see that him movie. on retainer. I would see that movie. You would see that movie. That yeah. movie sounds bad. <laughs> sounds great. What are you talking about? That sounds like a fantastic sequel to Encino uh, Man. Encino I, Man Two. We did in the Jews. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, I like that we did make it about the the land in Encino. Yes. So it is. It is like it's, it's in its roots, literally and physically. Highly sought after real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Big question. Better than the big green. So this is pretty close for me. I say yes. I say yes, it is better than the big green. I haven't rewatched the big green in two months. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> Surprisingly. There you go. Now you got to watch big green now and, and tell us. Okay. I'm going to, this is, a, we're going to table this. Table this till the next podcast. Next podcast. Rerate it. I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a 64. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not a 25 percenter. Um, 64. Uh, sixty four is a little high. I'm I might go. I may go fifty nine. Fifty nine. It's good. rotten, yeah. but it's it's right there. It's rotten, but it's right. Forty five. Okay. Forty five. Uh, respectable still. How still about you go get a forty five and <laughs> solve that e- equation? <laughs> it didn't blow me away, but I. Well, mean, well I, you're <laughs> gonna blow <laughs> yourself <laughs> away. Did you walk right into that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my blurb. Uh, uh, this will go down in prehistory as the it's your second prehistory yeah. joke. <laughs> this will go down. Uh, That's like a Flintstones joke too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I got it. It's um, the fossils of this film don't need to be excavated. Hmm. Actually, I liked it, so I should probably say the fossils of this film should be dug up and re-examined for further use. For further understanding. Further understanding. <laughs> I'm going to say the word understanding and just edit it in. Understanding. Understanding. <laughs> understanding. Um, <laughs> Good math work. Uh, mine is going to be... We he said... <laughs> no. Is the juice, no more. <laughs> is the juice worth the wheeze? <laughs> the juice is worth the wheeze. 
Um, Which is a real, that's a good, that's a good blurb. No, it's not. <laughs> the juice Terrible. is worth the wheeze? Uh, no, we've said that so, for so many other movies. <laughs> <laughs> Literally that line. No, um, uh, my blurb is going to be um, uh, unearth, unearth this hidden gem. There buddy. you go. <laughs> buddy. We should bring that back. You and I heard no that, one else, I brother. Heard that, I heard that Polly Shore is, and by heard I mean I read on the internet uh, that Polly Shore is a uh, LGBT, LGBTQ Member? icon on TikTok. Icon? He's something. People like sure. him on TikTok. He's a big TikToker, that's for sure. I could see that. Um, you know, he's got the brain capacity for it. No, no offense, Polly Shore. That was just yeah, 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 yeah. Um, real recommendations, Nick. What do you got? Uh, I haven't recommended them yet officially on the podcast, but. The Midnight Boys. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Uh, the Ringerverse guys who talk about Marvel movies. Pretty enjoyable stuff. Yeah, I need to check that out. Um, uh, mine along the same lines. Very uh, Another podcast that I just started to get, quote unquote, get into. Um, it is, I'm not sure. The jury's still out on it, in my opinion. It's entertaining. It's enjoyable. Um, but the subject matter experts that show up on the podcast, you know. A little, a little cloudy, a little shady. Don't don't really know their their true story, but it's the real ones with John Bernthal. John Bernthal's got a new podcast where he interviews quote unquote real ones. So he has a uh, part, <laughs> part of the new show we own the city, which is about Baltimore PD. Yeah, like, have, you watched, have you watched? Have you watched? Yeah, it I've seen the first two episodes. It's really good. So that's not so that's your recommendation. And then as a bonus, you do this John Bernthal podcast. Well, I wanted to talk about we own the city once it ends, so I'll talk about it later. Okay, but okay. I want to talk about real ones because he interviews like a bunch of people that are involved in the in the Baltimore PD that led up to the story. He interviewed Kurt Angle because he's married to the niece of Kurt Angle. Um, John Bernthal. John Bernthal is. Which <laughs> which freaked me people's, out. People's champ. People's champ. Not the people's champ. No. But you he's, uh, suck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You suck. Intelligence, integrity, <laughs> intensity. Those are the three eyes. Get to know them. Um, all-time uh, heel. All-time guy. All-time, all-time guy. And then uh, he interviews a couple like ex-police officers, active police officers, ex-gangbangers, active gangbangers. He's got a wide swath of people. And he interviews uh, his friend from Russia because he was in Russia for a yeah, time, yeah, lived yeah. in Russia. Um, so he talks to the his Russian cohort and talks about how propaganda and shit is uh, influencing uh, wow. Russian media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting podcast. It's a video podcast, and it, it's John Bernthal just talking like this the whole time. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty great. Oh my god, it's pretty there's, great. There's like he, a, he, like he, he is in a um, what is that fucking movie? The Will, Will Smith Wolf movie. Wolf of Wall Street. No. Oh, uh, 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 King, Richard. King Richard. No, yeah. no, he's, he's not tennis. talking like this. He's like talking like he's really John oh, okay. Bernthal. Okay, my okay, my okay. short list of actors I would like to drink with and let them just talk at me, he'd be on it. He's got some stories, oh, John my Bernthal. Goodness, goodness, goodness some gracious. Stories. I mean, there's a reason why he never fixed his broken nose. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, what's your recommendation? Uh, just started the staircase, which we watched the, the show docu-series. or the podcast or we the started. We did the docu series, but it's the show with Colin Firth. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see how they tell the story of how I his just wife want got my murdered. story told. Colin Firth accent yep. work in that in the trailer itself is yeah, probably phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It so, was the owl. It's the okay. owl flew in there. Yeah, that's. I mean, <laughs> so far it's 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 okay. It's not like really great so but we'll did see. i have this conversation with you guys that i knew about the staircase because they had this show that's on netflix isn't like recent it's from like yeah, 20 yeah, yeah. years ago yeah. yeah i didn't know that yeah i didn't know that that and so i they learned about the staircase like and then there was the podcast after it. Yeah. right and now there's the and that's where i learned it from npr like it was yeah. on an episode of this american life yeah 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 it's uh 
it's interesting so far. We'll see where it goes, but they just released the first three episodes this weekend. So Dang. we'll see. Well, Netflix is out though. You guys heard about that? Yeah, they're they're problematic now. I'm still only getting charged ten ninety nine. So I'm getting charged twenty bucks. Twenty bones. And I'm like, is because I was going to convince us that do we really need Netflix? But Stranger Things is coming out soon, so it's like great. We just (laughs) need to borrow a password from somebody. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not getting rid of mine. Nick? So. <laughs> yeah, if, my, you're not, if you're paying the least, we're stealing yours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm only getting like 14. Wait, I think how many 14, accounts 14. do you have? 14.99. This, uh, this can already, be taken off air. We there's don't already, there's already points. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. As we always say, keep it real, keep it rotten. Wait, hmm? stay real. Keep it. Keep it sexy. Yeah, keep it sexy. Uh, tune in next payday for the next episode. Which is going to be either Van- we're not we're not gonna say yet we're not, we're, surprise yeah there's a surprise we got I got a couple things we're thinking about you know? okay sure this could be speed two see you later <laughs> thanks see you later I'm too sexy for my love too sexy for my love love's going to leave used to sing this song in my tidy whities when I was three years I old I bet you did yeah.